You were born with a grace. Uh. The gift that looks good on you. That grace is your gift. Yeah. The gift that looks good on you. It's a divine enablement. The gift that looks good on you. If you work your grace, the grace will work for you. Company, teach the lesson. The systems of the world. Systems. We try to take your confidence. Yes, they will. But the systems were designed. Designed. To make it out what heaven said. Don't you doubt. The systems of the world. These systems. We try to take your confidence. Yes, they will. But the systems were designed. Designed. To make you sit down on your head. Don't you let But the gift God gave to Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I have with me Miss Lauren T. Duncan, the author of Today I Choose, which is a, a 30-day devotional for intentional daily growth, and we're going to get into this, but we're going to open up in a word of prayer, and then we're going to have our discussion. Okay. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your love and your kindness. God, we thank you that in you, it's in you that we live, move, and have our being. And we thank you that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. So we thank you um, just for the devotional. We thank you for Lauren putting it on her heart to do the devotional. God, we thank you, God, that we can connect with you through your word, God. Your word is a strength. Your word um, gives us understanding. So, God, we just ask that you bless someone who's listening to this video, to this podcast on today, God. We ask you to enlighten them, to strengthen them, oh God. Lord, let them be blessed by the things that are in this devotional. We ask that you have your way. Bless Lauren, bless her life, bless her family. We give you all glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So, Congratulations in order because I like legit saw you Friday. Yes. And then Sunday you're engaged. So yes, show the ring, show the ring. Congratulations. Yes, beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. How do you feel? I'm excited. It's um as I said, I I knew it was coming. I didn't know when. Right. So now that it's here, everybody's like uh, so when is it? How is this? Then I'm like, it's a little overwhelming, mm-hmm. but I'm excited. Okay, it's surreal, mm-hmm. almost like it's weird because I knew it was coming, but it's right. still different. Right now so, that it happened, yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. And he did it in front of the whole church, the whole church, <laughs> and people that I didn't even know were there. Like, oh, he had wow. them hiding in the back. Oh, so it was time. I'm just like, oh, you're here. It's like, <laughs> oh, that is <laughs> nice. That's nice. That's beautiful. Congratulations. Definitely unexpected. That's good. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. So I am a mom. I have two daughters, 14 and 17. uh, 14 and 7. She thinks she's 17, but she's (laughs) she's 7. I grew up in Philly, born and raised in Philly, in Logan. Whoop, whoop. I am the oldest daughter of of my mom and my dad. We both have we all have the same parents. Um I have two younger brothers okay. and um I'm trying to, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> but um what can I say about me? I am a go-getter. Okay. I've can't stay still. I, I have to multitask. So not only am I an author, I'm the founder of a nonprofit called Fresh Genesis. 
I am a caseworker supervisor for the Welfare Department um, of Pennsylvania. I also am a brand ambassador for a health and wellness business. I sing at church, sing with Chester Davis Music Group. Okay. I do a lot of different things. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm a Christian. I love God. I love uh, doing things for him. I wouldn't say, you know, it's a struggle sometimes, but I love I love him, so I don't mind. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So um, you said you touched on what you do. Mom, you have two beautiful daughters, uh, social worker, how, uh, nonprofit. How do you balance all of that? I'm a planner. Okay. <laughs> um, I have to. I have to write it out so I'll be all over the place. But I I need it, and I, I love what I do um, because I, I found out that I'm a, a wellness advocate. Like, I mm-hmm. like helping people be better, like people that don't have a voice for themselves. So I don't mind. Um, I have a good support system, too. I'll say it that way. Like, my kids are off of school all December, so... Somebody has to watch. Yes, they go to a charter school and they're off all December. So I still have to work, but I have people that can help me with Mm -hmm. my kids. Um, And then I have, you know, my daughter's old enough to help around the house. So it it works. They know when I'm doing things, you got to be quiet. (laughs) So it's it's definitely a balancing act, but it can be done. Okay, so tell us about um, Fresh Genesis, your nonprofit. Because you just had a conference, and that thing was, as the kids say, fire. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. So, Fresh Genesis is a Christian based nonprofit for women. Um, basically, we create, I'll say currently, we create a foundation for the soul of a woman in the areas of spiritual, mental, financial, emotional, relational. Basically helping women become whole one day at a time. Um, We pride ourselves on becoming a sisterhood so that women feel safe and feel um, like they can open up and admit, number one, that they need to grow in different areas. And I don't know if you know this, but we have a lot of business owners or we have Mm -hmm. bosses. We have a lot of leaders, female leaders in our group. And we're kind of shifting to make them our target audience because we realize that when you're kind of the boss, you don't really have that outlet and you're normally the strong friend. So people don't really think that you're struggling with anything. So to have that atmosphere where you can come and just say, hey, like I I need a little more assistance or this thing is lacking, um, we want to be there for that person, that woman. So we become a networking agent basically connecting them with other experts that can give them the tools they need to grow one day at a time. Okay. Um, So what ignited your passion um, for helping women? I think I've always wanted to help women. Um, I remember being the little girl that I felt needed help. Um, When I was younger, my brother and my cousins would, would bully me. And I'm after, you know, doing some more research on myself or thinking about it. Um, I realized I was a snitch and I probably deserved it. (laughs) But being, you know, in my eyes, I wasn't a snitch. I was just doing what I was told to do. And if they ask me who did something as an adult, I got to tell you. So um, I thought that I was just being a good Christian little girl doing what I was supposed to do and I'm getting in trouble for it. So when I felt like, um, I'll say even... As a, a young girl, I remember being in fourth grade. I wanted to be a lawyer. 
Mm. I always wanted to help somebody. I was always standing up for the kid at school that probably got talked about because I can I can bust with the best of them. So if you talk about somebody, I got you. Right. And I don't mean it out of you know out of ill right. intention, but it's it's fun. And I come from a family where we that's what we do. So I'm really good at it. <laughs> so I've always wanted to defend somebody that couldn't speak up for themselves. And then at times I was again in that place where I couldn't say I didn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I wasn't heard even when I was saying things um also I guess what's what helped me get to the place where I wanted to do Fresh Genesis or create Fresh Genesis um I was in a place mentally where I literally wanted to start over like I hated where I was in my life I had one child I was engaged before to someone else and that didn't work out so now I'm like here I am a single mom and I'm a Christian I, that's not supposed to be this way. Like, this is not my life. So I went to law school. Well, I went to school to be a lawyer, but I never went to law school. And that was like, since fourth grade, this is my goal. Now this is not my life. So I didn't know how to start over because this was the career path that I thought I was on. I didn't plan to have kids until after I graduated from law school. So it was a lot going on. And I realized I wasn't the only person that was going through something like that. And again, when you're the strong friend or you're the person that people think that um, is always right or always doing good, you're the one that people lift up or whatever, um, it's not easy to go to your support system and say, hey, I need help. Even though they want you to come, it's not easy. So I felt like I wanted to get help for myself, but I knew since I wasn't probably the only person I wanted to bring other people along with me so if you ever hear me say let's grow together that's why because every day is an opportunity to grow and I'm still growing Amen. okay um you self-published a devotional called today I choose last year last year talk about why you didn't have your (laughs) your book launch but um last year um why did you write a devotion so originally it started out as just encouragement for my team I told you I was a part of a, a um health and wellness business so I don't know what time of the year, but we kind of go through this slump where we're like, oh, I need to push myself. And I'm like, okay, I need to encourage my team because I know this happens every time. So one day I just was like, okay, I'm going to just start writing things in our group chat. Um, And it started out as little, today I want you to focus on this. And then if you do this, then you'll be more, um, more prone to do it in your business. So it didn't have scriptures. It didn't have um, a prayer. It didn't have anything like that. It, it wasn't even 30 of them. It was literally just a couple days and we do like a, a week or, or two. And then I will stop. And then I'm like, okay, hey, we starting again. Let me start something else. Let me pick it up. So I realized like today I choose, it was in my mind and I'm like, I need to do this again. And I was like, well, maybe I could do it for myself this time. So I said, I think I want to write a devotional. I don't know why, but I feel like this is supposed to be a devotional. And I started telling people, and they was like, well, did you start it? I said, well, I kind of wrote, you know, some of the days out before, but that was like two years ago. And they was like, well, why not? <laughs> like, what What are you doing? So I took one day at a time and literally um, looked at what the topic was, and then I, you know, researched scriptures to go with it. And I actually prayed every prayer that's in the book. Um, each day. So it wasn't like, oh, let me just write this and I just, this sound nice. Like I really took the scripture that applied to 
um, what I wrote down. I even edited some because, of course, some is for a team, but then this was for the book. So I did one day at a time, prayed over it, and took it from there. I got done in like 30 days writing it all out. Um, I even took the picture on the beach myself. I did that. So <laughs> I took that picture. And it's because it's encouraging. I feel like you can't look at the beach and be sad. You can't right. look at the beach and not want to walk and do. Like, you know, the ocean, the water, like it's a different vibe when you're at the beach. And it's it's uplifting. So I wanted to put that on the book. Okay. All right. So what is the significance of the title, Today I Choose? Why did you so, that? because every day, whether we know it or not, we're making choices, consciously or, or subconsciously. And I realized when you don't choose to do something, um, somebody said, if you don't move forward, you're not moving, um, you're not standing still, you're actually moving backwards. And if you think about your body, the more you don't move your arms, the, the harder it feels like that you can do things. So um, I wanted everybody to know that today is the day that you choose, like what your life is going to be like. You can't say tomorrow, oh, I'm going to be this thing, but you're sitting here doing absolutely nothing. Like you're not ever going to get there if you don't make that choice today. So, Okay. So I want to get into um, some of the passages in the devotional. Um, and I just want you to elaborate on them. Okay. All right. So the first one, day 12, it says, today I choose motivation. All right. So I'm just going to read a little bit of it. You say, look for it or create it. Many times we wait around for someone to motivate us. There are also times when you look around, all you see are reasons not to remember your why. Your why is the reason you do whatever you do. If you don't have one, create a why and focus on that. You can't just expect change. You are the change that's needed. Today, I challenge you to have motivation. I'm getting a little teary. I think about it. Um, so, motivation. Like a lot of times, we like, oh, I need somebody to go to the gym with me, or I need you to remind me, be my accountability partner for this, and. You might not have a friend that wants to do the things that you want to do, or you might not have that person that should be your motivator, or you might just be depressed <laughs> and you don't want to tell nobody that you're depressed. Right. Um, I feel like you have to sometimes create that motivation. Like, do you really want to be where you are or not? Like, <laughs> this is stuff that you have to ask yourself, and every day is a, is a day that you get to choose. Yes, yesterday... You know, you might have been in the funk, but today you're like, okay, I know what yesterday looked like. Do I really want that? And you have to you sometimes be your own motivator or find your like your why. Why do you want to do something different? It could be your kids. I know for me at one point it was my daughter, my youngest, my oldest daughter. Um, at one point it was the fact that during COVID people were dying like everywhere. And I'm like, I need to make more money so I can leave money for my kids because people are doing GoFundMes. And I'm like, okay, I don't want that life. So it's the little things that you don't really think about until you have to. And I don't want people to be, to wait to the end to do that. Like, you got to be motivated or else nothing's ever going to change. I like that. All right, the next one, day 18. Today I choose healing. All right. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Now, think about what still bothers you. 
things you may have pushed into the back of your mind. We tend to attempt to get over things but not heal from them. You can't heal from what you ignore. Write down one thing that comes to mind. Tell someone you trust cares about you and will understand you. You have to speak it out loud. Now give it to God. Tell him everything that hurts you. Why is it important that we heal? Um, as I wrote, you can't get, you can't heal from something that you don't um, acknowledge. And a lot of people go through like, oh, this is just who I am, and I'm just this, and they create this persona of a person that that's not even them. Like for real, for real, they the hardest people are the softest people. I always say that. Like you. You're a punk. Like, but you not you might you might not really be a punk punk, but you know what I mean. Like you yeah. might cry at the the softest thing. You're like, what is happening? But it's because you suppress so much and you don't want people to see the real you, but you're not becoming better. You're actually hurting yourself. And if you don't heal, you're not gonna be able to help somebody else. They always talk about sharing your story. If you hide it and you don't tell somebody, then you might be hurting somebody else in the in the end. And I always believe that we're here not for ourselves. We're here to be a blessing to somebody else. So it's important that we heal because God wants us to live and prosper and be in good health. So I want I want the same thing for us. All right. Day 19. Today I choose trust. Before you decide not to read the rest, I am not going to tell you to trust people. You will be let down for sure. Today, I'm encouraging you to trust God, your creator. Trust that there is a plan for your life. Trust that everything you face, the good and the bad, the joy and disappointment, is all going to produce a good thing in the end. Trust that everyone you need to meet, you will meet. Doors that need to open will open. Doors that need to shut will be shut. You may not see the sun shining, but trust that it will. Today, I challenge you to trust God. All things work together for my good. Um, I thought about something that I created during COVID that um, I read different verses. And one was that is God who goes before us or he that goes before us. But it's talking about God. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if God went before me, he knows what's ahead of me. He knows what I have to face. And he knows if I got to face it, then I'm strong enough to face it. And then he never leaves us or forsakes us. So he's with me in the middle of it. Um, he knows where I'm weak, he's strong, so I can do it. And then surely goodness and mercy follows me. So it don't matter where I go, it's either going to be good or I'm going to get some mercy and I'm going to try again. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I say that to myself all the time because it don't always look like it's going to work out or that doors are going to open, doors are going to close, you want to meet people, you might feel stuck just because you have no idea what you're doing. But um, it it shouldn't stop you from doing what you are supposed to be doing or what's your purpose to do because it's all going to work out in the end as long as you trust that God is not going to, he's not going to let you fail. He's not going to leave you stranded. He's got you. And that's why God's got my back. That's my one of my other sayings. God's got me. He ain't going to leave me out here looking stupid. <laughs> I love that. All right, day 23. Today I choose self-love. This is popular. Right. What is self-love? The Merriam-Webster dictionary defines it as an appreciation of one's own worth or virtue. Many confuse self-love with selfishness. 
In fact, self-love is actually a way to be helpful. Have you ever heard the phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup? You can't give what you don't have? That includes love. How you love yourself is how you love others. Mm-hmm. So, Say more. <laughs> I, somebody wrote, we had a speaker come to Fresh Genesis, and it's actually in the book too, where she was like, you treat people, you teach people how to treat you by the way you treat yourself. Mm. And a lot of people will be like, oh, I want somebody to love me, or <laughs> I want this, this, and this. And you're like, but you don't love yourself because you walk outside with your hair like all over your head, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you, you don't, t- you don't talk to yourself well. Mm-hmm. Um, and self love, like you said, it is popular, but it is controversial for a lot of people because they're like, God didn't tell us to focus on ourselves. We're supposed to love others and love Him. Love others as you right. love yourself. <laughs> and they they be like, well, no, that's not the thing. I'm like, okay, <laughs> look, okay, but I really believe that. It's a part of the healing. Like, if you don't know how to love you, you can't expect anybody else to. And you really can't love others. Because um, one thing I'm, I'm noticing about myself, when I was in my little bubble, I can easily be in my bubble. I'm still an introvert. So I'm learning that for me to do other things or be a little more extroverted, to show other people I care. To me, I'm like, you know I love you, I care. But because I'm so used to that, um, it can come off as if I don't love them. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing to show that I love myself? Am I in my bubble with myself? Like, what are you doing? Like, really look at yourself. Because what you do for you is what you'll do for somebody else. And... It's important because, like you said, you can't help nobody else. You can't pour onto anybody else if you don't have anything. And that's that includes love. I'm not going to do it. That's true. And then there's also some people who don't love themselves, but they try to overcompensate with other people. But they don't love them either. They, they're trying to get their attention or their love so they do things. Because they don't love, they don't know what that looks like. They don't know what it feels like. And that's why a lot of people get into the wrong relationships. They get people that use them because they know that they're going to keep buying them stuff or they're going to keep spending money on them, like, just because they know that they want to keep them around. So it might be a good thing because you might have the actual gift of helps, but... Right. Because, you know, my mom has that. She wants to do it all the time. But... Some people are not doing it because they genuinely want to help you. They just feel like, oh, if I don't, then I won't have this friend. Or if Mm -hmm. I don't, I won't do this. And then, again, that looks at you. Why are you doing – why do you feel like you need to buy a friend? Like, why Mm -hmm. do you feel like you need to do this for somebody else um, when you won't even do it for yourself? Because I'm like – I know people, they're like, oh, I need to uh, make sure my kids look good before I look good, which is not a bad thing. But then you like, so you never look good? Like, you never take care of yourself? <laughs> it's like, well, what is that for? And it's not because you care about your kids. It's because you don't want nobody talking about you mm. that's saying you're a bad mom. Like, it stems from a lot of different things. But people, I mean, like I said, it's not a bad thing. I wouldn't want my kids looking crazy and I look nice. But um, that's just because me, not because I'm worried about what somebody else says. So we just got to think about our motives and why we do what we do. 
And last one that I want to touch on, day 24. Today, I choose forgiveness. <laughs> it's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, forgiveness is one of those things that is easier said than done. A few people may have popped into your mind at this very moment that you know you will never forgive. It has been said forgiveness is for you, not the other person. When you forgive, you choose to reduce stress. You choose to heal. You choose peace. And, okay, I'm glad you, well, I'm glad I wrote that last part. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You choose peace. So a lot of times people who are unforgiving are angry. Mm. Um, And... So we've been on our, our uh, With My Whole Heart series for Fresh Genesis. And a lot of times I've noticed, even this past year, that I had unforgiveness in my heart for people that didn't even do nothing to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how? <laughs> like, why do I feel angry? Or why am I, why, why am I so bent up, you know, and intense just at the mention of somebody else that did nothing to me? And it's like, why? Like, Why? And it's so important because, again, it's part of your healing that you forgive because you could be stuck in the same place for years, not growing, not um, mending relationships with people over something stupid mm-hmm. that uh, or something that never happened to you <laughs> um, just because. And it's, it's ridiculous to really hold on to things. And I, I'm noticing that a lot of the things that happen to us it's not really happening to us, if if that makes sense. Like, people do things not really with the intent to hurt you all the time. Sometimes it's a learned behavior or something that was done to them and they just reacted. Or they thinking about something totally different and now they took it out on you. And mm-hmm. you like, oh, I don't like her attitude. But right. she didn't. She don't normally have attitudes. But today... Right. Her her cycle was on or something like we don't know, but we're taking we're taking that one moment right. and holding right. on to it. I mean, some things are intentionally done to us, and some things are horrible, and it takes some therapy and God and my devotional um, to get <laughs> over <laughs> or get through it. Right. But um, as we already talked about in one of the things, everything is for a purpose. Like God is not going to put more on us than we can bear. And my friend all um, said before that. Um, sometimes we might put stuff on us that we can't bear, but everything still works out for our good. And even if it was a bad thing, why did you allow me to go through this? Or why did you allow me to experience this? What am I supposed to learn from this? Or how can I use this to help somebody else? Like, that's how I think of it. And we can't hold on to unforgiveness. Like, it's only going to hurt you in the end. That's true. That's true. Um... One thing I noticed about this devotional, which I really liked, for each day you have a section where we can write out our prayers or our thoughts. What what is what's the power in writing and journaling? So first, for the person who feels like they don't have a voice or a friend that they can talk to, um, I found myself in that space. So I would actually, um, I always like to write always was reading when I was younger because I was in my little bubble. That was my thing. Um, But at one point in my life, I literally got stripped of everything. So I couldn't even pray. I couldn't sing. And I was writing my prayers out Mm -hmm. because I couldn't verbalize anything. I couldn't even say help. It was just like 
this is my life. Like it's just just jacked up. So I realized that um, when you write, or when I at least when I write, everything that I feel, mm-hmm. my true emotions come out. So it can be um, even on a text message. Don't don't say nothing. <laughs> don't ask me the wrong question when I'm upset because I might actually say how I feel. But um, I realized that my true self comes out when I write and. If you feel like you don't have somebody to talk to, at least you'll get it out. And it's not bottled up. And the reason why I made it a part of the devotional was to, number one, help people get it out. Mm -hmm. And second, to keep it in your mind. Because you might read this devotional in the beginning of the day. And I know with a lot of other devotionals I read, it's like, all right, I got my Jesus for today. And you might get busy with the rest of your day and you'll forget. But if you know that you have to come back and actually say how did you choose this thing today mm-hmm. you be you might be intentional about choosing it like you might really be like okay today i'm supposed to choose peace all right <laughs> like you might today i gotta stay motivated like i chose this i said it out loud i heard it and i gotta make it happen so and then if you know that you came back and there's nothing there mm-hmm. then the next day you're probably like oh dang i ain't doing let me be more intentional about this thing so it's kind of like a reminder Okay. Okay. I like that interactive. Um, how has your uh, time and experience working at the welfare office uh, influenced some of the things that you have put in this book? Actually, it might be vice versa. Because mm. now that I'm a supervisor, I carry my book with me everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I might just want to pull it out and be like, hey, I got a book. But I actually read it. And the good thing about it is no matter when you start it, no matter um, what month it is, it's always beneficial for today. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's God. I, I'm not going to say I don't know what it is, but I really know that it was God leading me to do it mm-hmm. because no matter how I'm feeling, if I'm a little overwhelmed, say I read a different devotional that day, mm-hmm. but now at lunchtime, I'm at work and I'm stressed out. Whatever I'm thinking about, that's what the topic is. And I'm like, listen, I, I you did yeah. that. You wrote, say, no. <laughs> It was right on time, but I really know that it had to be God because there's no way I would know that I would need that even if I start in the middle of the month. It would be the right thing for that day. So um, me being a a caseworker supervisor, um, you deal with people. And sometimes, even as a caseworker, everybody has different issues. And, Mm -hmm. again, we were talking about being forgiving I remember a girl who never smiled when I was a caseworker, angry. She was pregnant, and her she was just mad the whole time, frustrated. And as soon as she had this baby, she's cheesing. And I'm like, I've never seen you smile. And I would just mess with her like, oh, look at that. Like, you're smiling today. Okay. And she just was like, I was just in a bad place. Yeah. And if you really take people's issues or the way they interact with you home or – it's not good. Or even to the next day mm-hmm. or the next time you see them, it's, you don't know what's happening with people. And you can't you can't let that roll over into your life because that's how you get the nasty caseworkers or <laughs> you get the nasty people at church or whatever because they think they know somebody else. And you really don't know people's stories. You don't know what could have just happened to them. Like, you don't know people. And that's the thing that people got to stop assuming like people are people and just like you hurt or you go through things so do they that's deep <laughs> that's deep I deal with people it's like <laughs> that's true that's true I'm, I'm very observant I've been like that um, for a long time and I realized that th- 
a lot of people that at, that look or appear to be all the way together aren't. It's, and it's not just for social media. It's way out. It was out it way was before, before that. social media. <laughs> it's it's a lot of things that people hold in and don't yeah. want people to know. That's true. I I think that especially in church, sometimes we lack transparency. Mm-hmm. Right? If you just be a real normal person, right. <laughs> then people will know. Oh, that's why that person's so mean. That's why whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um. Where do you see Fresh Genesis going in the next three, five years? That's a good question. So we're still transitioning, as I said. At first we were for um, 18 to 30-year-olds because we were like, okay, this is the age where they say they're grown, but they don't really want you, no, nobody tell them nothing. Right. And then you turn 30, you're like, okay, I'm grown now, what? But then we was like, well, 30-plus women want to come they still coming so we want to be something for everybody mm-hmm. and then you know what in business you can't be for everybody so um even though we want to help anybody everybody's welcome to come we still want to help those who might get overlooked so that's why we're transitioning to that but i do overall want to have a building where people can come and get the tools that they need every day because again every day is a struggle and i don't know why that sticks with me but i really feel like god wants us to grow every day because it's, it's a it's a challenge and um it's a scripture deuteronomy thirty nineteen that was like um be, i put before you the oh, choice yeah. um life and death and it's up to you to choose i'm paraphrasing it but every day this is your choice and i'm like choose which what you gonna choose today and i really want us to not just assume that people are going to be there for us even though we might have help I, we have a lot everything we need is in us already and if we don't make that choice to grow um and be there for other people as they grow this world is going to be way 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 more shot out than it is <laughs> and we don't have to be so i really want fresh genesis to be that place that people can come to what's your biggest challenge um with having fresh genesis your organization Having people that really see the vision and want to help. Um, me opening my mouth and saying, um, hey, we we exist mm-hmm. <laughs> and that we might need help in this area or just asking for help. I think that's my biggest struggle because I've been the one to do everything by myself. So asking mm-hmm. for help is my struggle. Okay. All right. Let us know where we can a purchase today i choose where can we get this so i'm happy to say that we can get it on lulu.com where i I, um created this book also on amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com if you see me on the street i got some (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so you can find it there um yeah that's the three well places that you can buy it okay and let us know how we can get involved in First Genesis and how can we support. So you can look me up directly on Facebook under Lauren Duncan. Um, Fresh Genesis has an Instagram page at Official Fresh Genesis. Um, we have a website, freshgenesis.org. We are always taking donations through our website, through PayPal, myfreshgenesis at gmail.com. 
uh, Cash App. We got it all. <laughs> it's Dollar Sign Fresh Genesis. Very simple. Um, because we really want to keep having events. And we're still in our, our series called With My Whole Heart. So everybody that was at the conference, all the speakers, they're coming back um, for next year in 2024. Mm-hmm. So we're just doing it a little longer because the little bit of time they had, you know, at the conference, it started some stuff, but I feel like we want to walk yes, through this did. thing and help people continue this journey so that they can become whole. So we need help. <laughs> if you want to help, that is, um, volunteers, everything. Our next conference, we're trying to plan that out and do more events next year. So stay plugged in with us. Okay. And before we go, I do, you keep uh, repeating this word whole. Define whole. Whole. Okay. Um, so I know that there there's different things that we're made up of. Um, and I talked about like spiritual, mental, all of those things. And I might have even said it earlier that if one area is, is messed up, it affects the other area. And I believe being whole is, number one, having that foundation with God and knowing your purpose and knowing why you do what you do because you're going to want to represent him well in every area. You want to um, do that thing that you're called to do well, and you can't do it if you're broken. That's right. So I believe that having having that structure and that, that foundation um, on a solid foundation, then you'll you'll be whole. And it's always a journey because it's life. <laughs> life is life. And, you know, you just got to get back on it. Okay. Um, leave our audience with a piece of advice. Um, that young woman, single mom, looking for love, found love again. <laughs> um trying to balance everything, healing, all of that. Leave some advice to our viewers. So if I can say anything, we were talking about whole, right? Um, There is more. And I say that a a little overwhelmed because there were times that I really felt like my life was... I had no idea. I had no idea um, if it was going to be different, how it was going to be. But I never, I take that back because my spiritual life was struggling at one point. I really was like, God, I don't trust you. Um, mm-hmm. Because you know how you have goals for your own life. You Like I planned out my life at nine. Like I knew what I wanted to do when I wanted to be. And when things don't go your way, you kind of get shaken in your faith. You get shaken with people um, but there's always more, like, there's so much more that God has for us, and I don't want anybody to give up, like, you can't, and it's not even giving up on yourself, you can't, you can't give up on God, like, I, I'm big on that, you cannot give up on God, because again, all things work together for your good, the good, the bad, the ugly, and again, he goes before you, he never leaves you or forsake you, and surely goodness and mercy follows you, so we can keep going. One day at a time. Amen. Amen. Um, could you close us out in a word of prayer? Okay. Dear any Father, God, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We give you praise for all things, God, the good, the bad, and the ugly. God, we thank you for this opportunity 
to come and talk about how good you are, talk about the blessings that you give us every day. Um, I thank you for this opportunity to help somebody choose um, and not just let life choose for them. I thank you, God, for those who might be watching and listening that were kind of at a standstill with life, that felt like giving up, who probably was at a standstill with you. God, I thank you for restoring their faith in you and their purpose that they felt called um, to do because of this podcast today, God. I thank you for Jessica and the vision that you've given her. I thank you for, again, how you never leave us or forsake us. You never abandon us. You never give up on us. And I pray, God, that you remind us of that and help us not to give up on ourselves. Help us to love ourselves enough to become whole so that we can be a better person, a better blessing to somebody else. I pray that you bless us, keep us, protect us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I appreciate our time together. Yes, I enjoy myself. <laughs> and thank you all for watching. Make sure you grab your copy of Today I Choose, a 30-day devotional for intentional daily growth um, by Lauren T. Duncan. This book um, will definitely change your life, definitely be an encouragement. Um, remember that with God, all things are possible. Be blessed in Jesus' name.